This week on Moms Moving On. One description of my divorce is an excruciating living hell that went on for three and a half years. And the other description is a gift that I never would have expected, which is that the personal transformation that happened through those three and a half years had me emerge as a very different individual. Life moves on, so why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Welcome back, everybody. I have a new friend on the podcast today, and we're going to be taking a journey beyond divorce. Her name is Karen McMahon, and she's a certified relationship and divorce coach and founder of Journey Beyond Divorce. She began divorce coaching in 2010 after recognizing that the pain of her divorce led her on a transformational journey into an incredible new life. So relatable. Karen, thank you so much for being here. We're so happy to have you. Thanks, Michelle, for the invitation. So I I find myself over and over connecting with women who have turned their pain into their passion. And you, you're like grinning from ear to ear right now when I say that, because it's very clear that that's exactly what you've done. So tell us a little bit about like the background story. Like how did this come to be? Yeah, I, uh, I married late. I was 34 when I married. I had kids at 36 and 38. And um, by the time I, I turned 40, things were really not going well. So um Deciding whether to stay or go has to be just one of the most difficult and excruciating decisions to make, especially when there are children involved. It took a long time. I tried, you know, numerous marriage counseling. We went to Retrovi and then we entered divorce and it was a three and a half year, very high conflict divorce. Um, I was in sales. I lost I was so emotionally overwhelmed. I was a rageaholic. I lost all of my sales. Police came to the front door. CPS was called three times. Uh, I was penniless and I had friends dropping off groceries at the back door to help feed my kids. I was living in the attic in like 100 degrees year round. And my children were very young. They were four and six. And so one description of my divorce is... um, an excruciating living hell that went on for three and a half years. Oh my God. And the other description is um, a gift that I never would have expected, which is that the personal transformation that happened through those three and a half years had me emerge as a very different individual. And um, I found, I found myself in my voice again. I found my confidence I was a better parent. I learned for the first time in my life what peace and serenity were. And so um, talk about turning your pain into your passion. I was selling commercial printing at the time. And I remember just sitting on the couch and talking to God and saying, there just has to be something more important that you've put me here for after (laughs) what I've been through. Karen, what could be more important than printers? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, you know, maybe you need to read on paper. It's just right right at the top of the list. (laughs) No, I completely understand. I can resonate with that totally. I think once you step into a certain type of power and you see how they're struggling with the same thing, it's almost like your womanly duty to say, wait, I've done this. I can help you. Let's do it. And, and I love connecting with people like that. So you've created, first of all, how long was this? How long ago was this? 
So my divorce uh, was final in 2006. So it started halfway into 2002. So okay. a long time ago. And you were co-parenting? Uh, I was parallel parenting. Okay. Well, you know what I mean? I mean, we're sharing, sharing kids. I know, you know, so many people don't realize like most of us are parallel parenting, right? Like none of us, not, not, not so many people right out of the gate are true co-parenting. Co means together. And I know that that's, that's the term we've given it, but I like to shed light on the fact that if you're parallel parenting, that's okay too. You're still parenting. We were co-parenting together um, for a long time, and that was a journey in and of itself. And of course. thankfully, because of the way I emerged, I was able to navigate the the co-parenting because my children were still like single digits when I moved out. So, uh, so we had a lot of years ahead of us to to navigate. Now my children are twenty three and twenty five, so it's it's much less of an issue. Okay. And how are they today? I mean, they must be so proud of you. What I'll say, because I know that this is like your focus in terms of um, co-parenting, I will say, and I heard you say this on one of the episodes I was listening to, it takes one, it takes one healthy, intentional parent. And my children had one healthy, intentional parent. And I would say that their emotional intelligence and their ability to set boundaries and articulate their needs and kind of own their own stuff in their 20s. Um, so far, it surpasses where I was at, um, probably in my, not until my early 40s did I start the work that I was able to kind of instill in them growing up, which I think has been a huge gift. A huge gift. I, I you know, in retrospect, like in hindsight, I am a child of divorce and I can say everything that my mom did and didn't do, like made me who I am today and and why I navigate the divorce process the way I navigate it. And I think that that's, I mean, the research says it, one stable parent and and that's all you need. So good for you. All right. So you've created, so you co-authored a book, Stepping Out of Chaos, Turning Pain into Possibility. And you're the creator of the 12-step divorce recovery program. And I love that. I think recovery, that's what we need. 12 steps, like what are they? I want to know where can people take this program? Yeah. So going through my divorce, um, I went to Al-Anon and Adult Children of Alcoholics, ACOA. And so those two groups uh, were my life raft. And, you know, 12-step programs really encourage you to keep the focus on yourself and to surrender what you can't control. And so those foundations, they were pivotal in my own recovery. And then about three years into journey divorce coaching people, me and my business partner sat down and said, what are the common challenges, emotional challenges that everyone going through divorce faces, regardless of if it's high conflict or garden variety, if you're a man or a woman, no matter your age, no matter whether or not you have children, what are the things? And that's how we came up with our 12 steps. And it was a way to support men and women who you know, either aren't interested or can't afford one-on-one coaching, but deeply desire to get out of their own way and figure out a better way of navigating both their divorce and co-parenting and life. I love that because there needs to be, you know, I, I'm I'm a coach and I know that it's not feasible for everybody to hire someone one-on-one and there needs, everybody needs the support, right? So I love that you're, you're giving it and you're breaking it down into these 12 steps. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we came up and in the 12 step program, step 10, 11, and 12 are really more about how to live your life going on now that you've learned the first nine. And so we also created ours that way. And I would love to talk about, I don't know that we could cover all of the steps, but I think that it's really valuable to talk about both the challenges and then how our program gives some tools and strategies to Absolutely. overcome. Well, I'm most interested in what the first step is. Yeah, so step one is curb the conflict. Ah, And so regardless of what kind of a divorce you have, you know, you have internal conflict, you have conflict with your soon to be ex. And so curb the conflict, the, the, the tool there is really about beginning to notice how reactive you are. Now I was a hot mess. I was an absolute rageaholic. I was so reactive. I felt like nothing was in my control and curbing the conflict is about creating space, creating that pause to calm down to stop focusing on what he or she did and focus on why am I going from zero to a hundred? What am I triggered by? What's my story? And to give yourself an opportunity to get back in your body, to reconnect to your rational mind so that you can respond in a way. And the best way I can say this is the idea is we want to be able to respond in a way that moves us toward our desire mm -hmm. rather than further away from it. And most of us rat, react in a way that blows up what we desire right. and sends us in the other direction. And sets us 12 steps back. I know. And that's that's essentially what I work with um, women on too. And it's it's understanding, I think, first and foremost, that nobody can trigger you quite like this person you're trying to be untriggered by, right? It's like an right. irony. And I think that like one of my favorite sayings is every upset is a setup. And so if every time you're triggered, you actually go in where you have control and agency and go, what, what's going on with me and how do I change it? Then it's a setup for personal growth. And so in some ways you could say, your soon to be ex is doing you a favor every time he or she pushes your buttons because you then have this opportunity to heal and refine yourself just a little bit more. Absolutely. It's a mirror. It's showing you what you need to know and where you need to grow. I couldn't, I love that sentiment. Every upset is a setup. I just wrote it down. That's incredible. It's here. Oh my God. I can't believe it. My book is officially out in the world. Have you ordered it yet? It's called Moms Moving On, Real Life Advice on Conquering Divorce, Co-Parenting Through Conflict, and Becoming Your Best Self. Moms Moving On is filled with practical, actionable, and empowering advice from someone who's been through it and comes out the other side, me. Through inspirational stories, rituals, journal prompts, and my guidance, you'll learn how to navigate your divorce with confidence, adjust to life as a single mom, shift your perspective to find your way back to your best self, and create the life you truly deserve. So order it now. What are you waiting for? So we learn to curb the conflict, which for some people without your program could take years. Sometimes it doesn't even happen. And at what point in your program do we talk about you curbing your conflict, even when the other party cannot? Right. And, and that starts right in step one. And because the whole concept of the 12 steps is, is and the work that we do, and I know you do, is you have no control over mm. the other person. So 
divorce is, is so overwhelming because we don't control the courts. We can't control the law. We can't control our attorney. We can't control the pace. The one thing we have complete control over is ourselves. And so when we keep coming home and going in, we have this amazing opportunity to feel empowered, even in the process of divorce, because we have so much power when it comes to changing the way we behave, the way we right. think, feel, and act is all under our control. And so that step one is regardless of how he or she shows up, you have a choice to make. And I raised my children on the sentiment that don't ever let someone else's bad behavior drive your behavior. That's great. That's great. I love that. Your kids are very lucky. Okay. So I know, I mean, 12 steps we could talk about for 12 days, but give us like, can you give us the rundown or do you not want to give too much away? No, no, I'm happy to give. Uh, so we have two steps that are very specific to feeling and healing. So two is feel to heal and five is grow through grief. And so we have two steps to really honor, you know, we live in a society, Michelle, where it's like, have a stiff upper lip and pull yourself up by your bootstraps and all of this BS. And the bottom line is <laughs> divorce is a death. It's a death of a dream. It's a death of the family structure as you know it. It's It could be a death of your relationship with your in-laws. It could, so many things shift and change that we have an enormous amount to feel, heal, grieve and grow through. And so step two and five, focus on that. And then uh, step three, I, I often tell my clients, the biggest problem you have is what's going on between your ears. The rest of it, you know, you can work out, but the chaos going on in your head, the stories that you tell yourself uh, is, you know, that's where you go from divorce being painful to creating severe suffering. Yes. And so step three is about... Um, calming the chaos. And we talk about four mental obstacles. We talk about our assumptions, our interpretations, the limiting beliefs we were raised with, and our inner critic, our gremlin that like slays us at every turn. Oh my God, this is incredible. How long did it take you to put this together? Over, well, probably a year, a year and a half. And, and then we kind of like played with it a bit. And then we finally put it into a, an online program. This is incredible. Um, so yeah. Needed. And then step four is to be solution oriented, because when we're going through divorce, we're always focused on the problem. How many of your clients ruminate over and over and talk over and over and over about the problem? And it's right. like, we've got the problem. We're clear on the problem. We don't have to talk about the problem anymore. Now it's time to shift over to being creative mm -hmm. and being solution oriented. And so four is that shift. Okay. Yeah, I, I just I feel like I would I wish I had you five years ago. I, I'd be you know I would have had a much easier time. Um, yeah. Are you covering at all uh, high conflict co parenting? Are you covering dating after divorce? I know these are things that come up a lot for our audience. Yeah. So we um, the twelve steps is specifically emotional, and the, mm -hmm. the powerful thing about it is it doesn't matter if you're in the should I stay or should I go stage, or if you're five years post-divorce, if you're an emotional, if you feel like you're an emotional hot mess, like you just can't 
gain any control over your life and he or she is the problem, the 12-step program is for you. So we created that specifically for the entire emotional journey. My podcast, I just, I'm actually wrapping up, I think I have one episode left in Life After Divorce. And so there we talk about, you know, all things post-divorce, including um, healing and manifesting and and being healthy of body, mind, and soul. And uh, we're actually just just finishing up a really interesting dating segment in life oh, after awesome. divorce. But the 12 step is, is, is less Strictly about where emotional. you are logistically. And yeah, so it's really nice that way. It really has, it's irrelevant where you are logistically. So I want to go back to talking about you a little bit. So I like this term rageaholic. Mm. I have to ask, and forgive me for getting too personal. Were you a rageaholic in areas outside of your divorce or was it just geared towards this very triggering life event? Yeah, um, I, I, I would say that, that's a great question. I believe it was largely, I would say like 90%. And what's interesting, and I was listening to another one of your episodes where you talked about um, being a child of divorce. So my mm-hmm. mom and dad divorced. My mom was an off the rails rageaholic. My dad was this lovely, everybody loves Joe, passive aggressive alcoholic. And so he didn't appear mean or nasty or anything like that. He was just this jolly guy. And mom married at 21, three babies in diapers by 24. She was, she was, and perhaps for good reason, an absolute rageaholic. So when I looked in the mirror, I saw what I grew up with. Um, I married someone who had some disordered thinking going on and, and was struggling with that. And I... Um, I behaved exactly as I was raised. And I remember looking in the mirror after a fight we had on my daughter's second birthday. And I thought, oh my God, you've turned into your mother. Oh Call my God, a therapist was... right away. <laughs> okay, so that was <laughs> right my away. next question. So <laughs> you tackled this, this issue with rage and trying to break these generational cycles yes. through therapy. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, I don't know that there were divorce coaches back then. I had an awesome therapist. And for me, it was therapy and 12-step program, which is kind of what informs um, how I create Journey Beyond Divorce and the support that I feel, you know, people need. But yeah. So like me, it's twofold. It's it's being that child of divorce and and then having your own divorce and realizing, oh my God, we have to change this before this cycle just keeps repeating and repeating. I love it. I love it so much. And I, I want to say one other thing about my parents' divorce. Um, so, you know, so dad left when we were sat down and told I was 14 and we were just like, oh, thank God. It was <laughs> such a high conflict household. My mom was always screaming and yelling and angry. Um, I am so but sorry. But what happened to hear that. after that was like, my, I remember my aunts coming by and saying, Would you please just like kind of melt into the woodwork and stop being so difficult? Your mom's going through a really hard time and she needs you to shut up and be a good girl. And so there was no space for what are the children going through? Like that was completely 100% missing. There was never any 
conversation or uh, focus on what it was doing to us. And so that's also, yeah, I love what you do. And you really focus on, on the mom piece and the parenting piece so much. And it's, it's so vital because uh, mom was a hot mess, but I don't think it ever occurred to her that this was having an impact on us. Yeah. It's funny how, I mean, funny and sad at the same time. Like I think about the way my parent, my, my father behaved in my parents' divorce, but like how also how little resources were available. There was no internet to say, don't do this or this might happen. Like it was like the wild west until the internet, right? And and it's like we want to blame them, but at the same time, like, did they know better? I don't I don't think they did. And I think we tell our clients, careful who you get advice from and who you listen to. And all they had back then was whoever was healthy or unhealthy around them who was oh giving them advice. So I completely agree with you. So if there's one thing you take from today, everybody is how lucky you are to have like all this, all this support and community and advice available to you because our parents really had to navigate this on their own. It was the blind leading the blind. I remember my mom had her two best friends who were also divorced due to their husbands having affairs. And there was just, I mean, they were amazing together, but also they were jaded and they were, they were mad. And they were like, we called them the first wives club. Do you remember that movie? Cause that's exactly <laughs> yes. who they were, but, but they only had each other. And I, thank God they had each other. But outside of that, it was, it was tough. So I think everybody in the divorce space now is making an impact in one way or the other, even if their advice isn't as, as sound as, you know, yours with the 12 step recovery program, they're offering community and that's important. Yeah. And there's so many people who need it. Yes. And so we take your program and what happens after? Do we get to connect with you? Like, So the 12-step program is uh, an at-your-own-speed online program. And what we have is a 90-minute group call every month. Love and that. that allows everyone to come on board and uh, ask questions, get a little bit of coaching. And then we have a private Facebook group just for the 12 step people. Uh, and so they can, they can kind of get support and the platform allows them to ask questions and comment. And so while it's go at your own pace, it, there are multiple ways where, and I have a team of five coaches. So there's multiple ways where you're connecting with different coaches, getting different feedback and input. That's really very valuable. I, I, this is all brilliant and I love it. Yeah. I also have to, um, just totally not anything to do with anything, but you've jumped out of a plane four times. Is this what I've read? Yeah. <laughs> and I like that you put voluntarily, like as if, you know, people are getting pushed out of planes on a regular basis. That's, That's awesome. Very funny. It's a very funny story. The first time I jumped, I was underage. So I had stolen my older sister's ID. So actually my passport that shows my jumps um, doesn't even say I did the jumping. It says my older sister who would never, ever jump out of a plane. Um, so yeah, I was a lifeguard and I was dared. And now having just turned 60, I prefer two feet solidly on the ground. But in I'm my 20s, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> I love it. I mean, listen, you're a good time. Can't hate on that. Um, Karen, <laughs> I I love to hear the story of like women who will admit to their faults because I do the yeah. same thing. I was a hot mess in my first marriage too. And so I can really respect that you own that. I know it's hard, but it's also really authentic. And, and I love that about you. 
Where can everybody find you if they want to do the program or just get to know you more because you're fantastic? Yeah, thanks so much. So Journey Beyond Divorce is our platform. It's our website. It's our Facebook group. It's our Instagram. And then and our podcast, Journey Beyond Divorce. The podcast has series. So we have a high net worth series, a high conflict divorce series, a life after divorce series. So it's really large chunks of um a theme, which I think people um, appreciate. And then what I'd like to offer your listeners is we have a a free gift. Um, It's a rapid relief call and it's a one hour free coaching session for anyone who reaches out. And you can just go to rapidreliefcall.com and sign up and one of our coaches or myself will jump on the phone and focus on anything you want and give you a full hour of our time. No, No strings attached. Wow, what a beautiful gift. Thank you for that. Okay. Well, I think it's safe to say you don't miss commercial printing. Not at all. (laughs) And thank you for doing the work that you do because it is so needed. And I wish I had you five years ago. Everybody check her out. She's fantastic. Your personality is amazing. Uh, You guys can't see her right now, but she is, her smile just like has been beaming through the screen ever since she, she signed on. And I love that people who are that passionate about helping other people. Check us out next week. Mom's moving on. Make sure you're subscribed and we'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Imagine a place to get all of the resources you need and deserve while going through the divorce process, from legal and mediation tips to expert co-parenting advice and heartbreak healing words of wisdom. Imagine a place that offered weekly words of wisdom and inspiration curated just for you by me to help motivate you and make you feel seen throughout the toughest days of your divorce journey. Imagine if that place also provided you with the opportunity to connect with other moms who are going through the exact same thing as you. That place exists and it's called the Moms Moving On Membership Community. With two membership options, you are guaranteed to find your village and thrive in this next phase of your life. Visit my website, momsmovingon.com and click on become a member to join our community now. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong. 